Okay, good evening, everyone. Today's daf is Yuma Daf Chav Gimel. We are on Daf Chav Beis Amud Beis. We are six lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. So the Gemara segued into talking about Shal Hamelach, and we're going to continue the theme of Shal Hamelach's life. Just a little bit, a few more words on that, and a little more agadta. So Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. How come Shaul did not have a very lengthy, uh, uh, you know, monarchy? How come it was very brief? So the Gemara said, that he didn't have any fault. Now that, that sounds counterintuitive, right? You would assume that if he's, if he's so on a high level, we said before, he was like a one-year-old who never sinned. So wouldn't that be reason that he'd be the, the best leader? And the Gemara says, no. We do not appoint a parnas on the tzibor. There's a kupa, there's a basket of shrut, there's a box of shrutzim that is hanging behind him. In the vernacular, that means there's skeletons in the closet. So th- those are the perfect leader. Why? That if he gets too haughty, look behind you. So many Rishonim learn this means that someone who doesn't have the most perfect ichos, like David Amalek, who came from Rus, who was a Giyaris, and it wasn't exactly the most perfect darach or dar ichos, but, uh, but so, so that's why Shaul Hamalek did not last. Just uh, there is a famous Noim um, Elimelech. He has, I think it's some Parshas Nasa. On the Pasuk, it says, Bakasi, if you saw, that the Bnei Kos would carry the Aron on their shoulders. So he says that, Shalom Alech was Shechmoy Lamalam and Am. He was above everyone else. He says, a leader cannot be above everyone else. You, you need someone who could understand what people are going through on a day to day basis, can understand the needs of the people. And that's why Shalom Alech was not the best king because he did not have the skeletons in the closet. It's through the skeletons in the closet that makes the perfect leader. He brings the, there's a Rambam like this, Avram Avinu, who, uh, who, who, who was hanging out in, in Or Kazan for many, many years. The Rambam says, until he was much later, 60s, whatever he was, until he found Hashem. So that's, that's, that, that's uh, you know, from this Gemara. Okay, Mamar Behuda, Amarav. Why did Shaul get punished? Meaning, what Mida, what character trait did he have that was to his fault, he was so perfect, he didn't even care about his covet. This person saved us, they didn't offer any, any uh, present to them, he ignored them, he didn't care. He was quiet, and for some reason this is considered a fault, meaning it's, a, it's, it's, it's not good to be quiet when someone is being mavaza, the covet of the melech, the covet of Tyra. And the Pasuk says, and Shaul saved them, and there people uh, tried to, that, that people said, these people should die. And Shaul responds, no, no one should die. He did not want to take revenge on these people. And on a similar note, who does not take revenge, and does not, noiter means you, 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 uh, you keep, you hold the grudge like a snake. For example, the Tanya, we looked in a Braitsa, what's called Nakama, taking revenge, what's called Natira. So Nakima is Amarlai, Ruben tells Shimon, Hashlinu Magelcha, lend me your sickle. 
Amar Loi, Shimon says, laugh, I'm not listening. I'm not lending you my sickle. Amachar, Amar Loi, who? Shimon needs Ruvain's, uh, you know, snowblower. Hashilini Kardumcha, lend me your hatchet. Amar Loi, no, any mashuk, I'm not going to do it. Kidarech Shiloi Shatani. The same way you didn't lend it to me, I'm not lending it, you my product to you. So what's that called? Zuhi Nekima, that's Nekama. But here, again, we're talking about Mammon. When it was a monetary thing, that's where the Torah says there's an Isra of Nekama. Ve'ezi Natira, what's called holding a grudge. Amalei kardumcha. Lend me your kardum, your, uh, your hatchet. Amalei loy. He said, no. Shimon says, no. Lamachar amalei. So Shimon asked, Rubin hashilini chalucha, lend me your shirt. Amalei, hey, look, yeah, no problem, take it. And, he, and the problem is what he says. Any kamoisa, I'm not like you. Shloyah shaltani, that you didn't lend it to me. Zui natira, because again, he's, natira means like shmira. You're showing me, you're anticipating that moment where you're going to get back. So you're holding this grudge in your, in your heart. So at this point, again, there's a lot to learn as far as Rishonim, Halacha. We're not going to get into it as it's a long daf. But at this point, we're dealing with mammon. When it comes to mammon, when it comes to monetary issues, there's definitely an issue the rise of Nakama and Nakima and Natira. But causing someone pain uh, emotionally seems like there is no issue of, of Nakama, and therefore, if someone embarrassed you, you can embarrass them back. That's, at this point, that's what the Gemara assumes. Freight the Gemara, really, is that true? But only, uh, but in Tzara Guf, when someone afflicts you, there's no problem. But Tanya, Hanel, love in those that get embarrassed in public. Vain and Oven, they don't get other people back. They're quiet. Shaim and Kharpas, and they hear their, their, um, their Kharpa, which means they're, they're embarrassed. They're insult. Vain and Meshiv, they don't respond. Oisin, Mehav, they do mitzvahs out of love. Usmechem, Yisurim, and they rejoice even though there's Yisurim on them. That they were embarrassed and, and you know insulted them you know in, in public. And this is alluding to the medrash that the sun and the moon were, were both created equal. And the moon said it's you know it's, it's not right to have the two two uh, equal lights. And the moon was diminished. That was his punishment. But the sun was quiet the entire time, and therefore it stayed bigvura. So you see that Hanelovin, Vein and Oven, they're tremendous people. So what's going on here? So even it sounds like even Sarah the Guf person isn't supposed to take revenge. So the Gemara says, did not Really, you should just hold it in your heart. Remember that this person did something to you. They embarrassed you. Many learn the Rambam learned it means publicly. It means a public defamation. That you're not allowed to do. So, Meaning, if someone did that to a Talmud Chacham, so right. that's the only time where, right? yeah, yeah, um, it's terrible, yeah, yeah, it's very terrible. Yeah, some Tosis learns it's a Yehar Vayavar. Okay, Yehar Vayavar, yeah, Tosis inside that. Well, I'm the knuckly believing, and you keep it in your in your heart. I so so it sounds like that you yourself shouldn't do anything. You don't take action. Meaning, if someone else does take action, you should say, oh, Taka, there is a Cheshbon here. Okay, we're not on that level, and there's a lot more. And the Rishonim, Acharonim, had a had a paskin halachalamais on this, but we're just gonna we're just gonna really we're literally just fly, flying through it. Okay, one more kashim. I'm a rava. Call a mavrami daisa, mavrian loyakopshav. Someone does mavrami daisa, meaning someone wronged you, and you're not such a yaki. Okay, no, no. So you, you, you let it go, so you'll have the same zchus klape shmaya, mavrian loy and bezin shamaila in the heavenly uh, bezin. They are mavir and la'akopshav. That all your sins, okay. So if you were mavater, Hashem will be mavater to you. So the Gemara says, so you see, it's not fitting for a tamachachan to be makbar on this. The Gemara says it's different than mafayis ule umafayis. Only when a person came 
and uh, ask for forgiveness like we do on Yom Kippur, you have to daven. So then there's this level of mavir and loya kol But if the person never even felt bad, again, most learners talking about bizayin ha-tayra, kavod ha-tayra, kavod ha-melech, so then you have to take a stand, you have to respond. Okay. The, the show with Shal, that was only because he was melech. Yeah, it was only because he was a melech, for sure. Next. So back to the mission. The mission said that, that uh, they would count fingers. We didn't get into the details yet, but everybody would stick out a finger. They would count the fingers, and somebody would win the raffle, the lottery, and be able to do the, the avayda. So what would you remove? What would you put out? One or two fingers. Then we said, don't put out your thumb, because if it's your thumb, it's going to look like it's two. So seemingly, we're only counting one finger per coin. So the Gemara asked, what do you mean? If you put out two fingers, isn't that two? They play I don't know, finger baseball. So the says, because let's say the Pachikahanam standing together, so here you can see it's two, two fingers in a row. Or you can see, but if you have a thumb, maybe someone's going to say, think that one finger was from that left coin. The counter is not going to realize it's from the same coin. That's the Gemara said. That's the mission said. Okay, we're not going to focus on that now. We're talking about the other part. So the Gemara said like this Hashashtayim, I'd see, and you're telling me you could take, you could put out two fingers. And you could also put out one. Of course, you could put out one. You could put out two. You could put out one. Some Rambam like Bari once talking about a kain who had dexterity in his fingers. He was able to only put out one. That's fine. Khan Bechayla, someone who had an issue with his hands, he was not able to only put out one. Every time he stuck out his hands, he needed to put out two. So he's allowed to put out two. Uh, but if you say, I have a I, I, sorry, and we and we saw similarly. Achas Metzian, he could put out one. You can't put out two. But made from one as I said, Babari, someone who's healthy, have Bukhila, a few time at seeing someone who's who is who So the Khila just means his, his fingers were off. It wasn't a mum, it just whatever. He didn't have the best uh, couldn't throw a good uh, you know a good curveball. But he but he was able to do that by Right? If it, if he has an issue with his hand, he can still because he could put out two fingers. And the individuals, which means those that were that would sit on the side, social social distance, right? They they would could put out two. Why is that? Because in the Kayan and we're we're counting, so you count we're gonna we're we're jumping ahead, but the point is you only counted one per kayan. You don't count each kayan because that's what we got into the Gemara with Shal. You don't count the Kahanim because we don't count people. How do we know that from Shal? did, right? Then we get into Shal and Dabin. That was paper trail they for yesterday's Dabin. But either way, you count that each coin only got one number assigned to him. So if the guy is sitting on the side, he's only getting one. No matter how many fingers he sticks out, he's only getting one. There's no weird that it's, that it's going to cause a... People are going to get confused. Maybe it's, there's two different Kahanim. He's the guy sitting on the side. He's not in the circle. So then... He could put out two fingers. Okay. Now, either way, we saw from there that the choyle is allowed to put out two. The Gemara says, Now, it seemed like from this that it only makes sense that even if you put out two fingers, we're only counting one. Right? So, that, therefore, if you're not around people or you have no choice, you can put out two. But either way, you're only counting one. Tanya, a might see in loy shalish. You don't put out the middle finger. And not the, the thumb. Because people would lie. Im shalish. If you put out the middle finger and, and the and your and your your second finger, so the second and the third, they would count because for him, it makes sense that he can't separate those two. But gudal, 
if you put out your thumb, no one has that issue, meaning you go keep your thumb down. So when you're doing it, you're doing it to play a game and you're a fraud. So you're not counted. And not only that, not only is he not counted, he used to get a whip. He got whipped. Now, what is my money in law? What do you mean we count the fellow that, that put out the second finger and the third finger? Doesn't that sound like we count both? So you see, we do count two. But says, no, my money in law, we only count one. Even though he put out two fingers, it must be because we'll assume he couldn't, uh, he didn't have the uh, dexterity to, to, to bend his hand, bend his middle finger. That's why it's out there. But he's only counted as one. Okay, now the other guy put out his thumb, so his vote, his lottery ticket is puzzle. It's disqualified. He's not even counted at all. Now, we hit him with the pakia. My pakia, what's the pakia? Amarav madra. It's a madra. My madra, Amarav papa. Matrika the toy, it's the strap, it's the, uh, the leather strap of the, um, of the Arabs that they used to use to hit their horses. The psik reshe, you cut off the head, that's the term, terminology in the Shabbos, right? Psik reshe, you cut off the chicken's head, it's not going to die in Shabbos, of course it's going to die, right? So psik reshe, you cut off the head of the, the tip of the strap, so it's a good, it's a whip. So you got, you got patch. Originally I thought, how the Mishnah said, we had this in Shkallim, Ben Beibai, he was this name. He was Mamun al he was in charge of the Bakia. What does that mean? I mean, I thought it meant Pesilasa, that the, the leftover wicks from the Menaira and from the Beis Sheva, he was in charge of it. That, that was Bakia. Why would that be called Bakia? Because it's not, as we learned in the Mishnah in Sukkah, Mibloi Michasei Kahanim, the worn out garments of the Kahanim, Umehem Yonehem, and their old belts, Mehen Hoyimafkiin, they would tear up. The, the straps, and they would light the halakha by the simchas sheva with these worn-out clothing. So I assume mafkiin meant the, the, the person who was in charge of the, of the wicks. Okay? Came in the Shaman al Once I learned this, Brysa said, You hit him with the pakia. I mean, my pakia. Nagda means the straps. So, so it, it was the straps which means the strands, but basically the strap, and therefore that's what this guy was in charge of. He was the fellow, he was the whipper. He was the one who would hit people for uh, trying to play tricks with his lottery in the base of Middash. Okay, the Mishnah continued with some drama, with some violence. There are two of them, again, originally there was this race, oh, going up the Mizbeach, and one of them pushed his friend, his friend fell, broke his leg. So the Mishnah said, Kevin Shabbesdin, Kevin Shabbesdin, Shabbesdin, Sakana, Besdin, so it was Sakana. He made a Takana, you know what? No more race. We're going back. We're going to this raffle. Okay. That was one story. There's another story. Both woke up early, five in the morning. They're running on the ramp. One of them got into the lane of his friend, within Da'aramis of his friend. Not the socket, he pulls out a knife. They didn't have uh, security guards back then. They didn't do metal detectors. He takes out a knife, a tuckle, I believe. He stabs the guy. He stabs this fellow in the heart. Amar Rabbi Tzadik, Amalis Ulam. Rabbi Tzadik stood up on the Malis Ulam. We have that in our picture. The steps of the Ulam and Harabaya. So Amar, he said, Achinu Beisol Shimu. Listen, Harayu Amar, the Pasik says, Kimatzik Halabadama. And then it says, Viyatzikinach Vashavtech, which is the, the parsha of the Egla Arufa, when he found the dead body in between two cities. So then the Zikinim of the ear, the city that's closer, had to go and do this ceremony with the Egla Arufa. Anu, and that was the Kapara. 
Who's going to bring the Agla Rufa on this person that died? Al Hayir, what Yerushalayim is going to bring the Agla Rufa, Azaris, the Kahanim? They're going to do it. And again, this was some type of hespit. Go, everybody started crying. They started crying. But of Shotina, the father of this Kayan that, that died. So interesting. Some of the Bali, Bali uh, Machshavas say that even when this, this person was an adult who died, when a person dies, his parents view him as, as their tinak, as their baby. It's just a, it's a very uh, sense touching uh, Gemara. Bo of Shotina. He wasn't a baby at that point. He was an adult running up the ramp. But in times of tragedy, Unfortunately, it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, that emotional. So anyways, but look what he says. He saw he was rolling in the dirt. He hadn't yet died. Omar, he said, meaning the, the death of my son should be a kapara. To who? For Klai Yisrael. Okay, wait. He's still, he's still moving. And the knife has not become tame yet. Which is wild. He's telling them the knife didn't yet become tame. So some learn go, that he meant go pull out the knife before it becomes tame. Now hold on a second. We're going to get back to this in a moment. They were so crazy about Taharas Kalim. That the one thing they cared about that moment was that the knife would be tar. The first base of killed so many people, but hey, they cared about Tum of Atahara. They were so crazy about Tum of Atahara more than Shvichas Dam. So, two things. Again, these are sensitive topics. Number one, someone that he told them pull out the knife from the dead body. So, there's a discussion that we're showing him you're not allowed to pull out a knife from, you're not, not allowed to touch. A mace while he's dying. While he's dying, many halachas and chaver kadisha and end of life situations, but there is there are shilas of what you could and cannot do. So maybe he meant that the knife that was already out was was still uh, was not tummy yet because you see he didn't die yet. Or this is what he's saying. He's saying that we care even though touching the mace who's about to die is itself There's a concept of chayisha, even a moment of life. Taking away a moment of life is considered murder, so maybe that's what it means, it's a deeper understanding, that when he said, we care more about Tumah V'tahara than Ritzicha, he's talking about this, this act of taking out the knife. But either way, I was thinking that, you know, on, on a Muslim level, even though, you know, we're not this bad, you know, this is the, the Chorban Abayas with crazy mm-hmm. Tahara and everyone's killing each other, but in life we do have some of these things where, where we are more machmir on certain things we value more, whether it's I don't know, Chal of Yisrael, or whatever Chumrah people like, and so many things that are basics, whether it's Ritzicha, whether it's embarrassing people in public, as you just mentioned from Taisvis, certain things that are Mamish tantamount to murder, that we don't care about. But, uh, I don't know, Chal of Yisrael, or something like that, that, that we're so machmer, right? You'll scream at the guy, but hey, you know, okay. Fine. Either way, this is a strange story, but... Uh, it is the theme, how they were so machmer in Tum of Tahara. The Gemara is going to ask, were they so machmer in Tum of Tahara, or, or they were so mekel on Misa? We'll see that in a moment. Okay, now, we have two stories. Mishnah's story was less violent, PG-13, knocked off the ramp, he falls, he breaks his leg. we got a rated R one. Stabbing the fellow to death on the way up to Mizbech. The Gemara asks, hi, Misa Kadim. 
which one came first? So that's like the Nunda question, right? The Shemazel knocks over the coffee, the Shemil gets all full of uh, coffee. The Nunda asks what type of coffee it was, right? So it's another question. Which one came first? But here we want to know what, what was going on. Which one came first? What what uh, got what spring? What was the springboard for the takana? So the Gemara says this. If you tell me that the murder took first, took place first, that was the first story. So one second. That wasn't bad enough. So they didn't, you know, didn't go to the raffle from that point. What the uh, the breaking the leg? That that set off that we can no longer have the race anymore. That was more uh, crazy. Ella the nishbur ragli kada must be the breaking the leg came first. So the says, okay, it doesn't make any sense. It came with the kinefayasa. If they already had a raffle, so where's this race? Abba amis my What do you mean he got into his lane? The story doesn't make any sense. Ella the shvi chasdam kadim. Shvi happened first. When they cover originally he thought this was one off. This was a random guy. It has nothing to do with the base of Middash. This person hated this guy and he killed him. It had nothing to do with, with our our base of Middash. And therefore, there was no reason for them to make a takana. Kevin the Khazia for the Mimelos this takana, that it's gonna happen. This is a takana even without this person predetermined, uh, premeditated uh, murder. That in the act of running, they're going to be so excited about it, so that it makes sense. Takin Rabban and Payasa, there made sense to, to make this raffle. Okay. Amar Rabbi Tzadik, Al Malis, Ulam Amar Achinu Beso, Shimu Hari, Amar Kimat, Chalabadama, Egla Rufa, Anan, Amil Havi, who's going to bring it? Aleir, Al Azaris, on the city or on the Azaro, who's going to bring us? The Lord says, Do you Shalayim Bas Asuya Egla Rufi? Can you Shalayim bring the Egla Rufa? Tani, what's going to bring us? Asar, it's warm. Number Shalayim. There were 10 things said about your Shalayim. Vizu Achas Mehen, Shainim of the Egla Rufa, that your Shalayim, they don't bring Egla Rufa, even if someone was found outside that city, based on the Joshim Sukkim. We'll leave it for a different time. But Oid, Loinoidemi, Kogsiv, it sounds like the Pusik says, only, you only bring Egla Rufa when you don't know who murdered the guy. Well, we know the guy. We have the tape. We saw what happened. He was only coming to increase the Bechia, the crying on, uh, on them. It was some, some type of a hesped. Uh, uh, Just by the way, you see from this Gemara that the only reason why, it seems like by Egla Rufa, we, we punish the city. The city's at fault, right? Society's at fault. And here, when we know who the murderer was, society is somewhat not at fault. And it's not true. Society is always at fault. And, so, right, it's just that when we have, when we know who the mace, who the person was, so then, obviously, that person gets punished for a specific act. But there's always the concept of society as a whole, there is something to it. It's just that we don't, by the Eglar Rufa, the So someone needs to do the kapar, so we do it. But over here, we know who did it, he should be doing the kapar. Anyways. But other Shaltina, come and say, Shimma Fafama. What? Who? How come we bring him? This guy, there must be a postscript to the story, which somehow doesn't go to the Gemara. The guy should have been taken uh, to Skila, right? Right. We would assume, oh, not Skila, to, to, to Herag, but we would assume that's what happened. There's no end of the story. So, this should be your Kaparov, Adai, Benikayim. He's still alive, and therefore the, the knife is not yet Tamil. La Medcha, the teacher, Shekoshalim, Taras, Kalim, Yoisim, Shvichas, Damami, Boyluhu, Shvichas, Damu, was. Murder cheap in their eyes, but they kept Tahara normal way. I don't know. Murder was the same as it always was. They're so crazy about Tahara's Kalim. So, Tashma, from the fact that the Pasuk was brought, so that, that was the Pasuk we referenced to. So, you see that the Shmamina, the murder became cheap in their eyes. 
get the kaima kaima, and the tahara of kalim was as it always was. Okay, so there are two parts to the taking out of the taking the deshen out of the uh, off the mizbeach. Number one was the trumas deshen. You would move the coals to the side, take from the center of the coals, and put it on the side of the Mizbech. That was the Truma Sadeshin. That's how the Mishnah started, Rabbi Shino with the race. Then they had something else, which was, if you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, There was a, there was a new thing called Haitzah Sadeshin, removing the Deshin. They would go take the, the coals on top of the Mizbech and bring it outside. Okay, now in that pasuk it says upashat aspegagav they change their clothing. So tana rabbanan upashat v'lavash begadam acherim v'hoitzi esadashim. So you get undressed, you put on new clothing, other clothing, and you take out the deshen el michutz lamachne amakam tar. So like much like this, shemaani, I assume from learning these pesukim that the same thing that happened on Yom Kippur, kiderich Yom Kippur. That's what happened here. What happened in Yom Kippur? We're going to see later on in the Masechta. We, we read this on most of Yom Kippur. The Kayin Gadol would she would take off the Bidei Kaidesh and Velavash Bidei Chol. And I'm sorry. It says um, I'm, I'm, reading, I'm not reading the Pesach. I'm sorry, Vayimer Sedeshin. And then he would change clothing. So the same thing happened over here by the Avoida of the Haramas Sadeshin. They would be poishi big day kaidish. You would take off the big day kaidish, the loivash big day chol, and then you would put on your jeans, your big day chol, your baseball cap, right? And then you would take it out of the, out, outside the base of Middash. Tamaloimar, Pasha des Begadav, Lavash Begadav Kherim. I would have thought that's what it means. It doesn't mean that you put on your weekday clothing. We compare the clothing you wore and the clothing you took off. When you did the avayda, you had to be wearing bigday kahuna, afkan bigday kaidish. So too, when you take out the the, the deshen, you also have to wear bigday kaidish. The says in came at You said v'lavash, you you wear other clothing. What does other clothing mean? It means pechusinim, cheaper ones, the old ones, things that are rubbed out a little bit, that aren't as expensive, so that you had your backup clothing, you'd use that for the truma sadesh, like your barbecue outfit, because you're going to get dirty, you're, you're handling coals, so they had two sets of bitei kahuna. Rabbi Lezer, I no, acherim v'haitzi, it means other people. Let's say was a Baal He's allowed to shekshem the Haitzah Although he can't do the Shuma Sadeshin, he could do the Haitzah Sadeshin. That's not called an Avaida. He's able to remove the coals outside of the base of Medesh. That's what it means. Acherim, Acherim v'haitzi. What does he wear? It's a good question. That will be a good riddle. Does someone who have a mum, a kain with a mum, would he ever wear the big tekahuna? So seemingly, according to Samir Shanim, Rabbi Lazar hold yes. If he's doing this Haitzah Sadeshin, he would indeed where the big day kahuna. Let's continue. Amamar, acherim, it means pechusin mehem, that that the uh, the cheaper ones, the clothing that you wore to cook the dish, your you know your apron, your your barbecue gear, when you're serving the when, the waiter doesn't dress the same as the chef because that's not a way to to serve the master. In dirty clothing that has all the spills. The same as we have by the Hitzah Sedeshin that Rabbi Lezer holds about Mum is able to do it. You have the same Achlekes by Harama by the Truma Sedeshin itself, which we opened up our parak with 
if a Baal in fact could do, and I would answer your question with the fingers, maybe even if it is a Baal Mum, he could in fact do the Trimus Adeshan. When it comes to the Harama, Divri Akol, avoid the Yevon Holes, is avoid the end. But you cannot be a bomber. My time in the Rishlokish. Omar Loch Isokadat the Havoidahi. You tell me it's an Avoida. Yeshlach Avoida. Shekshiru Bishne Kalim. You tell me there's an Avoida that is kosher with two Kalim, meaning two types, two, only two clothing, two articles of clothing worn by the Kayin. The Pasuk says that he wore Midoy Vad, meaning he wore a shirt and pants. He didn't wear his belt, he didn't wear his hat, so obviously it's not an Avoida. Rabbi Yechon says, no. Kali Rachmana Bikutanis Mechnesayim. The Torah specifically said, Bikutanis Mechnesayim, Bikutanis the shirt and the pants, that he cannot wear his jeans and his t-shirt, but obviously from there, it shows me that it's an Avoida. Of course he has to wear the pants and the belt as well. So the Gemara says, Hani, how come over here did the Torah say, what's it coming to tell me? So it says like this, it has to be his measurement, it has to be your size. That's why there was a special dresser. Now you're wondering, why do you need a dresser in the base of the right? The, the fellow that was in charge of the clothing, now you know why. Because it had to specifically fit them and Kimidasai had to be exactly his midah, couldn't drag on the floor, had to be below his ankle. at the time, not can't wear anything on, uh, on your skin. That's a chatzita to the pants, you know, no interhoizen. Shinemar omichna sevad, yilbash albasaroi, that he has to be albasaroi mamish and has to mamish on his flesh, no no wearing clothing underneath those pants. Very shlokish, what does he do with this? So, okay, midai, kimidasai, midafke rechmana belashen midai. It says midai, it didn't say kutainis, but that doesn't tell me why it didn't say the hat and the belt, but I have another source that it has to be his size. What about the next one? That's me, Abbasari Nafka. The Torah says Abbasari on his flesh and nothing else in between. So let's just do a little more. Should we say that this Machlekes is the same Machlekes as the the following Bryce that says like this. It says, Al-Basari, the Pasuk says that the Kain has to wear his clothing on Al-Basari. Ma'atomer Yilbash, what does it mean, Yilbash? It said, already said, V'lavash. He wears it. What do you mean, Yilbash, Al-Basari? L'havli mitznefes, v'avni la'rama. So it's telling me that he wear everything that you need for the Truma Sadashan, even the hat and the belt. Divrei Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Dois Emer, L'rabbi Spidei Kain Gadol, Yom Kippurim, Shekshem L'kain. He had this telling me, we had this Gemara before, that the Begadim, that a Kain Gadol wears in Yom Kippur, that the leftover clothing could be worn by a coin head yet, because it's only four, there's no gold, the coin head could wear it. So should we say this the same parallel machlekes? No, for two reasons. There were two different types of belts, and therefore the coin gada on Yom Kippur wore a belt made out of pishton of, of, uh, of linen, and the regular baget was made, the regular belt was made out of Shatnas, Samaru Pishtim, so he, the Kayin during the year couldn't wear it. And Va'oid Begadushan Shashan Kapitusha Hamura, Tishtamish Begadusha Kala, the Kayin only used it at the Fnaid of Fnim. Now you're going to use it, Stam, during the year, so that's why it's not the same Achlekas. Elamal Tanalam Yilbash, what does Yilbash mean? The rabbi says, Ashikhakim, old clothing are also kosher, as long as they're not torn. The Pasta continues, Vinicham Sham, Melamisha Tunan Gniza, it has to be buried, we have this identical Gemara before. Abdaisa Aymar, Ruin Hain the Kayin had yet. No. You, these clothing could, in fact, be used by a coin headed during the year. You don't have to bury them. 
you should not use it for a different Yom Kippur. My lab, Hakam Eflagi, the Mar Savar Avaidi, it must be the Mandamar holds that you need to have all four Begadim holds as an Avaida. And that's why you need to have four Begadim. The Mar Savar, the other Mandamar holds that Trimus Dash and Lava Avaidi, it's not an Avaida. So with beautiful Machlaikas, the Mar says, Loi, no. The Kuliyama Avaidi, Vachab, Hakam Eflagi, Mar Savar, Tsuicha Kralir Bui. The fact that the Taira said, Mitznefes va'avnate, that and to teach me that it's an avoida, I would have thought it's not an avoida, and I would be fine with two begadim. Therefore, the Torah told me these these uh, two things to teach me that it is an avoida. Omar Savar, no, let's hear but I don't need a pasuk to tell me that it's an avoida, and and therefore we always knew it was an avoida. Once it's an avoida, you definitely need four begadim. Why did it tell me these two things to teach me other halachas? Nothing to do with Trumas Adeshin. So we're back to square one. It seems like everyone holds that the Trumas Adeshin was indeed on Avaidah. So with Hashem, we'll continue the Haftal tomorrow.